Hashtag MAGA. If you don't agree, unfriend me. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Like how many minutes of stand-up material do you have? Can I keep your attention? Do you have our attention? Uh, you're losing it right now. Listen to the podcastle. Are you a Jets fan? I, I, no, I'm a Patriot fan. I love Patriots. My Patriots. My Patriots, they're classy. They're elegant. Are you kidding me? They're I know, with all their scandals, like when they spied and when they deflated the footballs. They're so classy. Listen to the podcastle. Resting dick face. No, no, we're just dicking up. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Really, we are uninformed. Just a bunch of imitators that suck. Hold on to your dicks. Back in the day, I used to watch WCW. No, no, we're just dicking up. Oh Zero room for error. F. Four. Yeah, right. Dose. Oh my gosh. Dose. The question that world, of course is talking about and asking is why why did the film Krumpus not make it on TBS this year uh, now of course we're going to do things a little bit differently uh, on tonight's episode uh, podcast is the uh, 293rd episode on December 4th and this past Friday was the passing of the 41st president uh, George Herbert Walker Bush um, and as we speak right now, he stayed in the Capitol Rotunda um, until the funeral tomorrow. And he's, uh, it's a public um, viewing right now. And uh, want to know what you guys think about it. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Let us know what you think. And uh, it's really sad, uh, sad news, man. He was uh, the most experienced uh, president politically that we've ever had. His youngest flyer uh, pilot in the Navy in World War II. Um, ambassador, head of the CIA, vice president, president, uh, and many others. What do you guys think? Uh, what, what was it? Friday? I thought it was Saturday. What day did he did he pass away? Was I it Friday? It was Friday. Oh, must been, okay. Yeah, I woke up taxes. to it on. I think it was Saturday. So, um, what do I think? I remember the administration well. Uh, you know, all the stuff that he did well or stuff that he didn't do so well, you know, right. I didn't know as a kid quite so much other than, of course, Desert Storm was, he spearheaded that. But I didn't really pick up on the things that he accomplished or his shortcomings until after I got older and understood a little bit better. But a um, little weak on foreign policy, didn't really finish Read the job. And my in, in lips. Back or Kuwait. Um, right. But uh, it's so much more than just his one term presidency. I mean, he, he, yeah, right. Talk about a life of public service. This guy just held so many positions on top of his military Bush service. Again, um, Senator, CIA <laughs> director, vice president, Read president, and um, uh, ambassador. Right. That's oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, Oh my gosh. Maybe we had some technical difficulties. Uh, I cannot oh my gosh. Say, Fuck you, San Diego. Uh, <laughs> I'm still. Uh, I'm going to. I'm flying <laughs> Houston in the blocks. Wait a minute. Uh, Back to whatever you have. Wait a minute. Sound yeah. from my. Uh, Wait a minute. I'm going to try something. Yeah. Wait a minute. George 
the only this sounds thing like the principals, the vice principal, is have to make a statement over the intercom. Right, and the secondary interns hooked up his stuff for him. Oh yes, the succotash, cold bread. I just remember Bush when we decided oh, to yes. invade Iraq or Kuwait or wherever the hell, you know, and the, the Gulf War. You guys can hear me wave your thumbs. Well, we were too young to be paying taxes yep. back then. I just remember yes. coming on the TV on the news going, we will bomb their uh, you know, runways so their planes can't take off. Uh, and we will annihilate their entire system. Like, basically, just for the first time ever, it was like America in the 90s. Here's what we have, and here's what we're going to do. You know, like all this talk that you don't really know about with our weapons. Here's what we're going to unleash, and we're going to let you watch it on TV. And here's what's going to happen. You get to see some Scud missiles in action. The uh, President Bush was the first president... I remember, I mean, I remembered Reagan was the president, but I was so little I really didn't understand anything. He was the first president I really knew, in the sense that, like, I yeah. knew running against We do go to war, I can assure you, it will not be another Vietnam, because we have in, learned you well. You were in first grade. We were in first grade when he was elected. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember being in first grade, and they did, like, this, you know, mock election where they came around to the classrooms and gave all this, the kids a... Uh, little tiny paper notes for ballots and who you wanted to vote for. Of course, it was meaningless, but, uh, you know, I voted for Dukakis just because I was a dumb kid and thought he had a cool name. Uh, I don't even Dukak. think that... Uh, I don't even think that I knew his cousin yet, who my love, but... Uh, Olympia. Who's his cousin? Olympia Dukakis. Now my cousin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and talk about a guy who fell off the face of the earth. You never heard from him. Yeah, you know never I'm heard from him again. But, you know, I was a dumb yeah, you know, kid. I'm and, gonna know my you know. I didn't know. Yeah, you know I, I think it's funny, though, when classrooms do yeah, the mock know, elections, but I think they should really do it where there's, like, just some guy in the corner with a suit that's like, here's a couple hundred grand to pass some legislation. Who's that? He's a special interest group. <laughs> this is oh. how it really works. Uh, my here's wife, Jennifer, really is on the Tarzan Neighborhood Council, and I, and I go to a few of the meetings, and I always make jokes and I don't know if they like him or not, but I'm like, yeah, does like the guy that works at the mobile station come down, you know, big oil and start looping up the election? The tentacle like, sir, the we're, we're going to start now. I'm like, uh, if 7-Eleven gives me some money, is that like terrorist money? Because it's like coming from that. And they're just like, okay, let's begin now. I'm like, no, no appreciation for the jokes. But, like, but back, to, back to Bush, I don't know if you guys saw this. When his, when his body was, when the coffin was being moved from the hearse into the rotunda, and I always love this with – not, nothing about presidential funerals, but I always think it's cool that they have a representative of each uh, branch of the military holding up the casket and standing guard. They have the Navy, uh, Air Force, Army, so on, et cetera. And when they did this, it's so precise and so detailed. But as they're walking him into the rotunda, they showed George Bush, 43, um, so with his hand over his heart. And you can just tell you know, it's his dad. It's not just the president; it's his father, and it, it, it's it's touching. It, it it'll bring some tears to your eyes. The, they were airing it on the news all day. Yeah, uh, he was a little choked up. There was a great interview last night on 60 Minutes. They interviewed him mostly. It was mostly centered on him, but they also did interviews with uh, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. Carter had nothing to say. 
uh, and he's still alive. I was gonna say, I'm surprised he's he's hanging. He's like the <laughs> Queen Elizabeth of presidents. He's hanging in there. He even beat cancer. He's hanging. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's wow. he's not long, he's not long for this world. Uh, no, I, I thought he would have went before like Nixon. I mean that guy. I mean he was uh he's he's an old guy. Not Nixon, but he's an old guy now. Yeah, and I don't think that he'll receive the same uh, applause that no. George H. W. Bush is getting. But he, you know, he'll get credit for longevity. Yeah, and George Bush is a military president, you know, at the Gulf War. And um, one thing that people kind of forget sometimes, but people associate the end of communism in Russia and Soviet Union with with Reagan, who, of course, had a huge part in it. Rules and regulations. Bush's watch. Rules and regulations. The end of that. Really? I think he should get a little bit more credit for that. I mean, Reagan was a huge part in the 80s of Teardown. Yeah, Reagan kind of started the whole relationship with, uh, you know, Mikhail Gorbachev and kind of paved the way. But Poopy um, there was uh, a really interesting. <laughs> um, there was a really interesting piece in that 60 Minutes from last night where uh, Nora O'Donnell questioned uh, George W. Bush. And she talks about how uh, at that particular time at the end of the Cold War, there was a KGB operative, very famous guy now, who wasn't too happy about the end of the Cold War. And he went by the name of Vladimir Putin. Yes. And um, very fascinating bit. Because, uh, of course, later on in Kennebunkport, uh, Putin was actually uh, George W. Bush's guest at George H.W. Bush's house up in Kind of bunk port, and uh, I guess they he went sailing or something, and um, oh right, eased, yeah, they eased some personal tension there. Yeah. Wait, a yeah. Wait, uh, a right. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! George true. W. Bush was president. Vladimir Putin was yeah, president. Right. It goes to show you how long yeah, right. Vladimir Putin's been president. Oh yeah, he's like a king. He's just in there. Nineteen eighty-eight. Bush defeated Dukakis. And then two years later, the Berlin Wall fell. The Soviet Union dissolved. There you go. Uh, You're a lot, of, correct, a lot of leftover, a lot of leftover military. Uh, yeah, a lot of dustpan action from the Soviet Union um, when they collapse. I mean, there's still airfields of MiGs and tanks just rotting yeah. away. Like a lot of dustbuster work. Got to empty <laughs> the dustbuster, refill it. Right. We used to Change hear the them bag. in Afghanistan, some of the toys <laughs> that the Russians left behind. Oh, really? Have you seen them? Uh, we didn't see them, but every now and then you'd hear uh, an explosion, and we just assumed a goat stepped on a landmine out in a minefield outside of Bagram, where the yeah, Soviets bad. left a lot of flame wars behind that were still active. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really incredible, too, when you look at George Bush. Um, and his years after, I mean, this is a guy that went skydiving on, you know, well into his nineties on his birthday and, uh, traveled the world and still did a lot of good. Um, and he was very, from what I'm reading, a very heartfelt man. He would still write letters, loved his wife and, uh, was just a good, decent American and, and the bipartisanship, you know, all the bullshit stopped this week with uh, people paying their respects. There wasn't any trash talking, not that I've heard of. I mean, Democrats and Republicans really paid their respects to this this man. And he is a great American, and I think um, he was a, an earnest, uh, you know, a good man. I actually have heard 
uh, but I haven't seen. Uh, so I guess Michael Savage put out on his show that his Twitter feed was getting blown up with hate from uh, a lot from the right. Oh my well, gosh. George, George H.W. Bush Hashtag was, uh, was a moderate. Unsweet. That's why Reagan picked him after you know, he, beat, he beat Bush in the primaries. Right. And then he needed a, to, he wanted to secure Hashtag a spot at the presidency. He wanted to get the moderate votes. So he took in uh, George H.W. Bush. So I guess Savage was saying something about how cruel this country can be when uh, the far right is attacking a George H.W. Bush. Um, oh, shit. Kind of trampling on a man's grave. Right. Uh, for the most yeah, part, despicable. I agree. Yeah, for the most part, I agree. There's been a lot of bipartisan. Oh, nice. I mean, he and he and Bill Clinton actually were such good friends uh, after you know to the year 2000 that uh, I remember Bush George W. W. had said <laughs> that he actually had seen his father less than Bill Clinton did in those years. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know they were uh, they were quite quite the pair, quite the buddies. He um, he's laying in the re- Capitol Rotunda until I believe eleven o'clock tomorrow, where the funeral will take place. He's going to be flown back from what is it, Michael Andrews? Andrews Air Force Base, yeah. And Andrews AFB, back to Houston, where he'll be buried at the uh, Bush Presidential Library. Uh, he lived in Houston, too. Do you know where he lived? I know you've been in that part of the country a bit. Was he in, like, Houston proper? I imagine he'd be, like, on a ranch somewhere. Such a, yeah, it's such a, it's like a, the closest thing to L.A. in Texas because it's such a sprawl. You have east, oh, right. west, north, you know, three oh. little towns like Spring, Texas, and, oh. uh, Spring. you know, Houston West. It's just, it's a big sprawl. And, so he probably uh, lived oh. in, like, a Bel Air of Houston kind yeah, of place. Actually, for a while, they lived, um, when they first moved there. Paperback. They lived in, in a slum. They had like a duplex rental when he was <laughs> taking his claim, and they lived next to a couple of prostitutes. Oh, wow. I wonder if he got some action in there. I wonder if he dick on it. Gentler whore. to get your dick on it. This, this Michael Dukakis, I'm kind of just reading about him. He is neat. Uh, just yeah. look at the picture Wikipedia is yeah. using for him. Did someone not give him a left cross to the nose? Yeah. Okay. Very distinct look. Yeah. Someone yeah. pinned I don't his even nose. know what he looks like. I don't. Yeah. Okay. His hair looked completely fake. Ah. Was Dukakis ah. the guy a Greek. that said, ah. I have as much experience in the pres- as in the Senate as Jack Ken- <gasps> Kennedy did when he saw the ah. presidency? And the guy said, Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. No. That was against Dan Quayle, I, th- I think, and the vice president. Oh, right. yeah. That's yeah. right. That's a great quote. Oh, yeah, Dukakis. Someone gave him oh. yeah. He got jabbed by uh, Balboa a few times. Dukakis won in part by promising to be a reformer and pledging a lead pipe guarantee. <laughs> oh, hammer of the floor. I have to say, even as a young 9 or 10-year-old, Idiots. That 92 election was probably the best. I mean, Ross Perot. Oh, yeah. I remember even as a kid, I was really pissed off Can't when think. he had when he dropped out of the race and wow. so excited when he came back in because he just, this was a funny guy. There was just, was like, he was such a character. Yeah, it, it looked was like, like a chicken. three different people. It was like Bush, Clinton, and Perot, like all so different. Yeah, we haven't seen this the independents getting on the, you know, the, 
the main There's prime, the, or not the prime, um, the main debates. Because sure they just don't get enough. The whole reason that Bush talker. lost was because Perot actually, third party guy, picked up 19% of the votes. That was it that first much? Hint. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Should have been her first hint. I remember that. Yeah, it should have been her first, uh, first hint oh, of the because First uh, trickle. When he, our, our first suckling, because when he came in, I remember even as a child, first, wait, wait, we as a down. kid, I don't know, we were like 10, <laughs> uh, you'd hear about the three of them, and you knew, like, it was exciting, it wasn't, you haven't seen anything like that since. My no. hippie neighbors, my my neighborhood was a big mix, but you knew the hippies had Ross Perot uh, signs in their yard. It's you very... still see the bumper sticker every now and then on some lamppost somewhere, Perot 92. Yeah, I, I've seen those ones a lot, or like a shitty old Festiva. Uh, yeah. It's interesting to think, too, that Bush didn't win the re-election because most wartime presidents, will, I, mean, I believe you never change a president in the middle of a war or when a war has taken place. You just don't do it. You always re-elect them. Uh, you did it with Nixon. You, you, Johnson didn't run again, so he wouldn't have done it. But uh, I, you really would have thought Bush would have would have done it. And he he was criticized for saying – uh, you know, read my lips, no new taxes. But the reality of, of the situation was he had to raise them because there were so many infrastructural uh, things that needed band-aided that he, he yeah. had to do it. Yeah, His I mean, back it's, was to uh, the wall. it's one of those things where, um, you know, was the reason so Wakanda. heavy that it was justified what he did. The fact that he said, no matter what happens, I'm going to say, I don't care who I'm talking to, read my lips. It's a great you know, you're making a point no, where no matter what the case dip. is, I'm not raising taxes. That is a good impression, though. Read my lips. He was a, a good man, it's though. It's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. And, and, uh, just, if he had said it something, if he had come out and said, look, I'm, I'm sorry, America. The plan you know, is... I, I, I know I said I'd never right. do this, but he actually did balance the budget. And um, yeah. years later, it proved success in, it set success in the 90s. And we had good economy, but, you, know, you make a statement like that and you swear, promise, and say, read my lips in you know, this really slow, <laughs> monotone voice. Read my lips. To oh, these special interest groups, uh, members of Congress and Senate, no matter what happens, I'm not pushing that button. And he did. Here are some interesting facts about uh, some fast facts. Fast facts. Fast facts. They're faster than Clark comes. Um, the Here's some fast facts about George Bush. He was born in 1924, June 12th. Oh, uh, his death date was November 30th, as we know. He was not born in Texas. He was born in Milton, Massachusetts. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Uh, Home in the Massachusetts America. After that, uh, he was the second president after John Adams to be the father of a of a president. There were only two pairs: oh. John Quincy and George and George. Uh, he flew fifty eight combat missions for the Navy during World War II. He was awarded three air medals and the prestigious Distinguished Flying Cross. Um, he was Episcopalian. He was uh, oh. educated at Yale. Uh, he did have a daughter, um, Robin, formerly named Pauline, that, that died of leukemia. Leukemia, yeah. She was young. 
Oh. Uh, his nickname since childhood has been Poppy. That's Poppy. Uh, yes, he was a baseball player. Uh, when he went Poppy's to Yale, a sloppy. He, a little sloppy. He's he a actually sloppy. won a championship in baseball at Yale. He was larger than life uh, when when he did that. Um, he kind of people kind of clung to him mm. where he went. Mm. Uh, yeah, he just seemed like that. He just seemed like a dad-ish or grandpa-ish figure. Yeah, he's right. definitely vun- that vuncular look, as they say. Uh, and you know what? As much as it, Wait, what's his, vuncular, looks like your uh, looks like an uncle. Oh, I like, like it. your uncle. Now, I, I mean, who? Everybody's got to be an uncle. I don't know what why uh, that that word. There's a term for that, but right. I don't get it somebody's, either. Everybody's got an uncle somewhere. I'm going to put it well, on Twitter. Uh, he's got to look yeah, like right. something. One interesting fact that I think is worth <laughs> noting about uh, George H.W. Bush Ooh, yes, is, is uh, this is very rare. Oh, he was running for the uh, Republican nomination in, in 80 against Ronald Reagan. Reagan, you know, he beat him out. Uh, Reagan wanted Gerald Ford to be the vice president. Uh, Ford didn't want to do it. Uh, George Bush then came on board. So his it was kind of like... A little bit like Obama and Hillary in mm. 2008, Secretary of State. But instead of just you know throwing that aside, he actually made Bush the guy he was running against, his vice president. And after the Reaganomics and the Reagan years and the Reagan Revolution and all that, Bush was kind of like shooed right into office. There's no way you're gonna you know you're gonna continue Reagan's legacy yeah. with that. And it's pretty interesting to note that that he yeah. uh, wait a minute him as his running mate. Yeah. Wait a minute. Beating him out in the primaries. It's kind of a, a, a really amazing historical thing. Really, we are uninformed. A, a peer of mine. Uh, some sidewinders. Uh, who was also in service, and we were talking about Bush, and I mentioned how he ended, helped to end apartheid. Uh, some sidewinders. And uh, he didn't seem to give too much of a hoot that uh, he's passed, no longer with us, and he's going to enjoy the holiday tomorrow. Uh, free day off for feds and, and oh yeah congratulations and um he said to hell with him he didn't support civil rights and i'm actually trying to find some some facts on that i wait what was who, who said who this said just a now guy i know he's a good guy not saying anything Tate bad Austin. against him he didn't support civil rights i guess when he was a senator i i that's miles strong yeah i didn't I didn't know that. Oh, that doesn't okay. mean I'm right. Daniel so no, I it could be have true. Any information on that. Faraday. I can't find any info personally. I got into a bit of a of a of an internet spat this week when somebody posted, uh, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> George Bush and Reagan denied um, the AIDS emergency in the '80s, and a lot of a whole generation <laughs> of gay people were wiped out." Oh, I've heard that. Lived in '94, and I just said it doesn't rest on one person. Yes, right. it, but no, nobody was on board with that because they didn't know enough, and being gay was not accepted as it was in 2018 and 1985. It was like shunned yeah. from anybody. I, I, I'd heard that too. I, I was remember I heard it backstage when I was putting on makeup in the facials upstairs, and uh, one of my upstairs. at the time. This was many years ago. Um, yeah, facials upstairs. I don't think that's me anymore. So I'll say that was this, that was uh, another no, life, another cast. No, you got to come back to the theater. You're a regular Philip Seymour Hoffman without the drugs. Other than and the David hats. Hume. 
<laughs> so we're back there and we're doing the makeup and all and we're, we're uh, putting our costumes on and I think I said something I don't know how Reagan came up but I you know mentioned how Reagan was I think the best president while I was alive and again I was well, of course. a kid what the hell did I know at the time but I still think that he is and uh, you know he wasn't offended by it but he obviously took issue liberal guy gay and he didn't like how Reagan denied this quote homo disease and I said, yeah, but this was 1981. I mean, right. it, thought it was. I mean, in the 60s, Democrats in the South were like repressing black people. I mean, it's a sign of the time. It doesn't make it right, but uh, it wasn't until 2012. Old. I mean, when Obama, the most liberal president of our generation, came to office, he said that marriage, he believed. He was between yeah, a man and exactly. a woman, and, that, and then he changed because the the times changed. It was okay to do that, but no politician's going to boldly do something that's going to get a right. Obama. Right. Obama and Biden changed what they Obama! said when it wasn't you know 9 p.m. on ABC debate against whoever the hell right. he ran. You know, right, he waited exactly. until it was like a group town hall on a C-SPAN in the middle of the day. Oh yeah, right. no, oh, let's, exactly. let's do it. Let's do it. Next topic. Yeah, John Locke. Obama! Uh, it's Biden now is a potential, not to digress too much, but it's a potential Obama! running mate against the president in 2020. Um, yes. You know, he'd be a strong candidate, and I don't know if he'd win or not. Maybe he would. Uh, but I'll always remember him saying, and we're definitely going to be out of that band in 2014. No excuses. Oh, My lips were done, and he, he was so adamant on that. I watched his debate in Afghanistan. Obama! He took on, uh, I'm sorry, this was Obama! 2000, yeah, 2012, not the 08. Yeah. He was taking on Paul Ryan at the time, and he kept cutting Paul Ryan off, and he cut off the uh, the moderator, and he just said, "No, 2014, we're done. We are out. We're done. We are out. And we're still there, and we're still losing guys over there. We've been there for uh, almost 20 years, right? 17 years. 17 Ever years. They- they smashed into the money. buildings. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of dough. Afghanistan, I if we pull out I feel like we'll there, be there forever. Apart, right? Yeah, I mean, it's there's no exit strategy. There really is. I don't know why we're there, but whatever. Um, to, like, make sure uh, they don't come over here. Yeah, but they won't. The Taliban, they don't have the means to. They don't. They don't necessarily uh, have an airline, hence why they had to uh, steal our planes. But that wasn't the Taliban. Right. You know, we right, just thought that the Taliban were terrible guys. They should be shot. I'd love to see them all wiped out. Uh, I know because I've met some. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't see what they could do, because these people are poor. They're not like the Arabs. I know they have. N- they, there's no oil money. They have duct taped no. together machine guns. Right. I want to wrap up uh, the. The George Bush thing, just by reading uh, three more quick facts. He was uh, he was ambassador from seventy one to seventy two to the United Nations, um, which is pretty prestigious. Um, he signed the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty with uh, Russia in uh, nineteen ninety three, and um, he declared victory in Iraq on February twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one which was only uh, a, mo- a month and um, six days 
month and nine days after De- Operation Desert Storm began. Operation Desert Shield began in 1990 uh, with Iraq invading Kuwait. Uh, that was the offensive. But we just want to say uh, Godspeed, and, and uh, I think he was uh, a good man and a good president, and it's very sad that he uh, he passed away. So thoughts and prayers with the Bush family, who is staying in the uh, Blair House in um, D.C., uh, President Trump has allowed the Bush family, the, um, the houses reserved for uh, diplomats, things like that, uh, heads of state visiting to do that, which is pretty cool. So Maybe tweet us. Tweet us! Your, favorite, your fondest Dickens. memory of the Bush years. Uh, for people our age, you probably had in high school a car from the either the late yeah, Reagan Jeffrey. administration or the, the Bush administration, you know, oh, in 89... Clinton. Uh, Accord or something like that, or Civic. Not um, me. I always had new Ferraris. Enzo Ferrari, I salute you. It's not true, Clark. <laughs> you're making all this shit up. Clark, tweet us. Get the score podcast on. Tweet Biscardi at M. Biscardi Jr. and John at Real JD Hassinger. He's the real one, not the fake one. There's a lot of fake passengers out there. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, Godspeed, President Bush. We are approaching 300 episodes on the podcastle. We are at 293, and uh, pretty cool. Biscardi, I want to comment on something you said about Afghanistan. Uh, yes. The place is a shithole, if I'm not mistaken. I would imagine. I've never trash been Afghanistan. Now, they, they got trash Afghanistan. They took the embassy out in the 80s, I believe. Is, it back? is the U.S. embassy reopened? Yeah, it's in Kabul. That's where I got my passport. Okay, Kabul is the capital of Afghanistan. Correct. It's funny, if you go to the State Department's website, they list uh, a bunch of places they suggest you not to visit, and it's like yeah. North Korea, Afghanistan. Yeah. But Afghanistan's been on the list since like the 70s. Uh, yeah, it's now, just a horrible country. Iran used to be like a nice country until the Shah, they say. Was Afghanistan always a shithole? Was it ever good? Um, Remember Rambo 3? Remember those guys he was fighting with? They're all they were all terrorists. They were all the guys. Well, maybe the like town. when well, dinosaurs roamed the earth. The <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Mujahideen. Uh, you could you could break bread with those guys. That was before the Taliban. The Mujahideen uh, hated this hated the Soviets. Obviously, they still hate Russians in Afghanistan. It's one thing an American and an Afghan can sit down and talk about. If an American hates a Russian. And uh, they talk to an Afghan. Oh, right. Find an Afghan. They all hate Russians. They hate because them. wait that a was, minute. That was, Afga- that was Russia's. That was the Soviet Union's Vietnam yeah. War, their occupation of Afghanistan. They didn't right. win that, that battle. It's a very tough yeah. land to fight in, from what I read. They, are, uh, they have quite a will to fight. They are not easily tamed, the Afghans. Kumzak, Kumzak. 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 What's the food like over there? Cock meat sandwiches? Is it good? A lot of lamb isn't just about anything. Uh, I like it. Uh, I like finding Afghan restaurants in the states, but it's not like I don't want to get into finance. An Afghan restaurant and find a nice sit-down restaurant. I don't want to get into finance places. It's not the River Cafe. No, Uh, you're talking about people that eat with their hands. Yeah. Is the is is G Bay still open and and operational? Which one? Guantanamo Bay facilities. Uh, yes, I would be Gitmo. going there right now if I didn't get out of the army. As a matter oh of fact, oh my gosh, I would oh be, gosh. I would be leaving in a couple of weeks. Wow, oh, 
Claire. Oh my gosh. Claire. Oh my gosh. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. The um, what do you guys want to get into? I I I I spoke my piece on Bush. Do you Claire? Do you want to do um, a little news of this? Do you want to do a sports with John? I have a treat at the end of the show for you guys that I think you're gonna like. So I wanted to leave that last. John has mentioned the fatigue he's experiencing with the late night sports with John being last. I believe the term was tears of tiredness uh, drowned. Now I'm making this up. He never said that, but um, I do want to mention John. And now sports with John, 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 sports with 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 John. So, uh, a violent woman beating man that was released by the Chiefs, uh, Kareem Hunt, which his name is K Hunt. So it sounds like when you read it in the news. I knew there was a joke in there somewhere. But don't you love these football players that are like they got arrested by beating a girl in Cleveland Hotel? It's like shouldn't he be in like Vegas or something? They're always in these shitty places. Ray Rice was in Atlantic yeah, City. Right. Like shouldn't he be in the Bahamas? Like <laughs> yeah, why right. are they always doing these ghetto <laughs> trips? Go yeah, somewhere right. with class. Right. They probably no disrespect to Cleveland. I probably think there's you know, there's no security cameras in this dump. I can kick right. a bitch in the head when she's down. When you lick. Right. Like, brutal. And once again, here it is. We didn't... No, we, we knew about it, uh, but we didn't do anything about it until a videotape surfaces. But what did they Classic. know about it? Because he says that he didn't tell them the whole truth. Yeah. Uh, so why don't What's these, the whole truth? Yeah. Why don't people realize... Yeah. And this is not just athletes. All it just it. happens to occur... Amongst athletes, you you pull some shit in an elevator. There's a camera. That little eye in the sky. Every elevator's got one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah of right. Course. Why why are you doing this? And any like, yeah, right. thing, anything, any establishment you enter yeah. where you have to like pay to do anything in it, you're being watched. Big Brother right. is watching. And in classic NFL fashion, it's like. Well, we knew about it, but until it was an issue in the news, we didn't do anything. Basically, they're saying, like, yeah, you can beat people up, uh, but once it's, like, known, then we're going to have to take action. It's, like, it's more of saving face for them that I'm getting than mm-hmm. doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And, and of course. I don't think anybody should be surprised when an NFL player beats up a woman. It's not right. But these are guys that are paid to rip off your head. So in, like, private life, if they get angry, they're going to, like, hit you and come after you. For the most part, I, it's not surprising to me at all no. when you when you see about all these abuses. It's like, yeah, well, for a living, like, they run people over, like, trains and get their face knocked off. Uh, you're going to be – you're going to have some anger. I don't care how, how professional you are. You get hit a bunch of times and knocked on your ass. You're going to be pissed, and then you're going to carry that with you, and you're going to, like, snap out at someone, especially if you're getting paid millions to do that. Someone pisses you off in real life. You're gonna to want to come at them. You're gonna to want to. I would. It's I wouldn't hit a woman. It's gonna be hard I'd, to I'd be separate them. You know, it's gonna be <laughs> hard to separate that. And these guys aren't the smartest guys, for the most part. A lot of these guys have no college education, yeah, right. or they did because of a scholarship. Yeah, right. But 
a lot of these guys came from the gutter and all they know is like hitting people. So when mm-hmm. they do it later on, it's like, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a blanket thing for everybody, but it's it's true. The, the, the follow-up. The follow-up kick to the head is probably what did him in because he, oh, yeah. I think he like bum-rushed her and she went like flying down and then he followed up with a good kick to the head. Let's go, baby! Down. That probably is worse. Than oh, just yeah. running well, into terrible. her and knocking her down. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> um, so, in that vein, um, Urban Meyer hands uh, off his coaching and he is done after the, I don't know, whatever bowl that the Ohio State uh, did the Final Four, the College Final Four is set. Oh, yeah. And I. Great. Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Notre Dame, blah, blah, blah. We all know it's the same fucking four teams, except for Notre Dame this year. Surprised me. I can't believe they hung in and they made it. Now I'm kind of rooting for them. You're rooting for them? No, never. Um, Real quick, Markel Fultz, 76ers, has thoracic outlet syndrome. Is this a real thing? (laughs) Yeah, what is that? Something with thoracic cavity. Jurassic, thoracic Park. It's like a lisp kid. Where are you going for what movie are you watching? Thoracic Park. <laughs> <laughs> thoracic outlet syndrome. Oh. I, uh, I looked up the list of syndromes and it's not on there. I didn't look up thoracic, thoracic syndrome, uh, thoracic outlet syndrome specifically. I did a, a tweet, uh, Twitter poll. Uh, earlier today, uh, thoracic outlet syndrome diagnosis of Marco Foltz. Is that real? And uh, 2,000 votes, 50% say yes, 50% say no. So uh, that's an indeterminate outcome really? on the Twitter poll. Do you think it's just an excuse for him to get out of some shit? I mean, can you find any proof that it's real? No, I can't. Mm. Sounds like a phony baloney disease. It does right? sound like mustard. It does sound chicken-like. Yeah, right. Eagles stomp the Redskins after Mark Sanchez comes in because of Colt McCoy. Did you see Colt McCoy break his leg? I saw that. Yeah, I did. I saw it. Just, I, I, he yeah. just smacked against Malcolm Jenkins' leg and broke. It, like, snapped. It, like, it went like that and just broke. Oh, shit. Painful. <laughs> He's taking some Vicodins tonight. Oh, I'm sure. It is a uh, very um, hazardly sport. When you smack your leg against someone and you don't expect it, I mean, that thing can shatter. You're going, <gasps> you, you do the combined velocity of the two and that weight. I mean, that's like getting hit with a truck. I don't care how much padding you have. You're getting fucked up. I think Dallas may surprise us. Down I'm, to I'm, tackle this. I'm Gigi jumping on tonight. Good Cowboys. Call. Wagon on right the train. Now. Wagon full of Cowboys. What about the Jets? Uh, uh, <laughs> there's no other word. I think <gasps> pathetic right now. <gasps> it's a building here. They, you know, even if they had won on Sunday... Uh, 
they really didn't stand a chance. I was busy Sunday. It was actually one of the first Sundays I, I didn't dedicate to football, but I caught what? it toward because they, they had the late game. Oh, so yeah. I tuned in on some football. Gotcha. I saw the Vikings and I um and the, and the Jets and the Patriots or the Vikings Patriots and and then the Jets game and facials upstairs. The Jets had that game. They had it. Wouldn't matter if they had won. They may as well lose now to get a better shot. Well, maybe we could find a clip. But... Right. Just they started Josh McGowan. Didn't make a difference. I mean, they just blew it again. Um. So yeah, I'll say go go Cowboys. Yeah. Jets play the Bills this Sunday. Uh, Let's go, baby! This season in a yeah. month. I've always been intrigued by Bills fans because uh, OJ, they're funny, the Jews. One of my favorite movies. Movies, excuse me. Packies. I don't know if any of you gents have seen it before. Uh, I talk about it all the time. It's an independent. It's twenty years old now. Buffalo '66. Oh, you have talked about. I haven't seen it, but you've spoken about that. <laughs> Christina Ricci. Yes. Packies. Yes, and uh, Vincent Gallo and Ben Gazzara, and, and I think Angelica Houston was just the funny. <laughs> I, I never missed a game except for 1966. That's when I had Billy. Then I, I wish I never had Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy. Buffalo 66. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I put on Gotti the other night. I turned it off like maybe a minute and a half. And then I put on the other Gotti with Ramon Arsanti. I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do Travolta's accent and the, the music. Yeah. It was like club music. And you're like, my, <laughs> son, don't, my son don't know that word. That's <laughs> good, man. I, could, I couldn't watch it. He's a good actor. I just I couldn't do it. He talks about closure. You know, like they, I got this cancer going on. His accent was actually really bad. Like, you could tell he's just been out west for too long. Yeah, lost the touch. John B. The Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> yes, Matthew? Go on. Oh, oh, I was going to ask you about going the down a rabbit hole here. I was going to ask you about the NL East. About the chances now that they beat the Redskins. It's tied three ways. Is that uh, deciduous? It's not. We're not tied three ways. Uh, Redskins and our uh, Eagles are six and six. We have the tiebreaker, but we play the Redskins again in like the next three games. Dallas is seven and five, so they have a one game lead over us. We play Dallas Saturday four thirty in oh. Dick Town, and if we lose, we're done. Yeah, it's toast. It's toast. we lose. Isn't it so intense when they report how your team is in the hunt and you're hanging on to that hope because you're in the hunt, but you know it's not going to happen. Right, and it's 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 always rough when you're like counting on other teams to lose. You're like, yeah. well, if they lose Saturday, it's like, ah, oh, man, we're really hanging on. Well, no, I mean, the Eagles are finally all, like, everyone's back, everyone's healthy. I mean, not completely, yeah. but on the offense, everyone's oh. back. Sproles, Golden Tate had a Last night, so maybe things are clicking again. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm just so you would say that you're a cockeyed back. optimist, Mr. Mumphrey. I am a, a wild cockeyed optimist, mostly cockeyed. I think you've read too many Billy Mumphrey books. Good day, sir. More, more like a dick. Good day. Dick. <laughs> but it's interesting. Uh, another football update too. I've been playing Tecmo Super Bowl and Super Nintendo. The version where they have rain and snow games on there, and I have mm. a great season with the Eagles going on. Uh, my Cunningham to Fred Barnett game is on on top. 
Uh, I just point. lost to Dallas, but uh, yeah. But I'm Indeed. playing the Jets next week. Tune in. That's what we should do: is do fake sports with Clark, where it's like Clark's playing tennis on Nintendo and Biscardi's playing golf. Tune in to see if Mario will get another hole in one, and then we lose ratings. No. The Rams are the only team, I believe, to have clinched a playoff berth. Wow, they clinched their division already. They're eleven oh and one. Holy oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Which glue sticks? Poop. Yeah, that's. I, I hate. I hate it when there's that when there's a, an undefeated team. It's just as bad now when there's like a, you know thirteen and one t- or twelve and one team or whatever. Right. But Hashtag that's only Maga. because there's only a couple of really great uh, teams. Rams being one, and of course the Saints. And the Chiefs. But everybody else is so. T- and who else? Yeah, forgetting. Chiefs. 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 The Chiefs. Um, but everybody else is so. T- I mean, look at the NFC East. It's tight. You know, nobody, th- these records aren't impressive. Hashtag MAGA. It's tight. Very. Cowboys have won four in a row. Hence, they're due to lose, kind of. Yeah, four in bubble. a row in football. Is pretty amazing. It's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. It's Wakanda-like. The Houston, Texas, led by <laughs> Wakandan King, T'Challa, uh, have oh, won yeah, nine T'Challa. in a row. I just watched that movie last night. I thought of you. I was going to text you, but it was late. Let's go, baby! Umbe, umbe. <laughs> M'Baku. How about M'Baku's turn at the end there? Don't you love him? I love it. Keeping them all nice. Like I like that they chose Oakland in the beginning, because that's just a crime-ridden city. It was... Yeah. It was on point. Juice. Yeah, they did that Juice. for a reason. And A.C. Cowan. A.C. Cowan. There was rumors flying around early this morning uh, after Urban Meyer resigned oh, that O.J. Simpson was up for uh, replacing him no. as coach. They would never get him John, John, John. No. That would be unprecedented. Um, talk about redemption. Does anything... He wouldn't really be redeemed. That wouldn't redeem him. Yeah, but, that, uh, right. you know, oh, I was... I was Speaking of the juice, I was uh, summoned again for the fifth time yesterday for jury duty uh, on Christmas Eve because that time. makes a lot of sense. So okay. I I emailed them and I just said I can't do it. I'll be traveling for the holidays. The fuck? And, I, and, and then I said I'd like to be excused from jury duty. I've served five four times. I think I've done my part. Please respectfully. Keep me off your list. I've done this too many times. I'm not coming to downtown LA Christmas Eve. And if I do. I've never done it. I've never me I've neither. been called once, but I didn't even have to respond. The most I could do was say, hey, I was on active duty at the time. But I had this conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday. He called me. Um, you know, he's called me to just wish me a happy birthday, but somehow we talked about court. I think because I told him about my court date back in East Rutherford in October. Oh, yeah. oh East Rutherford. And, and he yeah. said, uh, yeah, I got. Called for jury duty again. I got to go in a couple of weeks. Oh, I can't seem fuck? to get out of it. What the fuck? It's such a mess. I, no. I feel like everyone should serve it once or be subpoenaed once. And if there's a legit reason, no. There's 260, 70 million people in the U.S. Right? He explained it to me. There's a lottery system that I guess I, I, this was unbeknownst to me. There's like this lottery system where they look at your birth date. When you lick. Um. They look at in your county, you know, who doesn't have a record, I'm sure, because they need people with clean records. And if you live in a county where, you know, there's just too many people with a rap sheet, they're automatically disqualified. 
So if you're of a certain demographic and an age, um, you know, you get pulled for the lottery. So if you haven't served so many times because, you know, your birth date might be 1949 and you've served a lot of jury duty, they'll default it to the guy who's never done jury duty and is up for it. And he's 35, 40, whatever. Right. It's just amazing because, like, Uh, you guys have never been summoned for jury uh, duty, right? Mm-mm, never. Uh, I've been I've been served some five times. That's just I always, weird. I'm always We're changing the yeah. That might have something to do with I'm it. So off the grid. Well, I read that they pull it by your yeah. driver's license, so because they want drivers, they don't. You know, if you're like, I can't get there, I don't drive. They're not yeah. going to waste their time. But hmm. I just it's a it's it's amazing. I wish I was on this Chapo trial. I wish oh, I yeah. could sit in on that trial. And if I were a juror. If I was picked for jury selection, obviously it's a high profile. Uh, you know, you're not talking to a soul, um, right? Or you are. Uh, I don't want to get into in the middle of uh, you know downtown Brooklyn, Brooklyn Federal Court, but you are, for all intents and purposes, off the grid. Oh yeah, absolutely. And a shoe shine. That would fascinate me. That would be exciting. If it's something like that, you know, you could do. It. I just think it was funny. It was Christmas Eve. It's like who is. Even yeah. in L.A. on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Why are the courts even open? I know it's not a holiday. Right. It's like, no one should... Can't you make this a more convenient time for everybody? Yeah, right. Christmas Eve. Hmm. Yeah, I was right. just uh, noticing Jay yeah, right. Gruden from the Redskins says oh. they... Spoke John, John, John. Spoke... Or no, they discussed John, Colin John, Kaepernick, John. but opted against pursuing him because they'd have to change too much of their offense... Uh, this is huh? interesting because the Redskins are on now their third string quarterback who is turnover machine, butt fumble, butt tackle, Mark Sanchez. Oh, and you can't get any worse than him. The once Jets. Oh, he was such a disappointment. He's terrible. He's, he's, terrible. he's four and five. What is his number? And, and what do you think will happen to him when his career is over? I don't think he's even going to have like a spot. He may get into something in television because he's a pretty boy, but um, hey, you know, he'll be a guest here on the podcast. Hey, you know, I'm going to Injury prone. Injury prone, Mark Sanchez. If he goes down, they will. I don't know what. I, I don't. They won't have a quarterback. I don't. I don't think teams have four quarterbacks. No, they'd have to practice farm somebody squad up. dick. So it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, what would Teach happen? Some tight end to so be a quarterback. Well, it happened in the, the, line. the body bag game against the Redskins Eagles in the early 90s. The Eagles knocked out three quarterbacks in the skins, and they had to bring up a wide receiver to oh. take the snaps because they were out of quarterbacks during that game. I think it was like 90 or 91. The body bag game. Sam, the what? The body bag game. I remember Joe Clark was watching it with Joe Riley and Jim Livesey in the living room, and they watched the body bag game. And I was like, "Why are these guys getting hurt?" And they just kept <laughs> knocking them out. The what? Like, the what? The body bag game. Dick Buckus. Real the, quick. Uh, dick it. In the NHL, standings. Uh, some Let's see how the Golden Knights are doing. Both John, John, John. Do they have the Stanley Cup loss hangover? which I don't know if that's a thing in hockey because oh. I don't really follow it other than this podcast. <laughs> All right, ready? Ready. Ready, Freddy. Okay. The Golden Knights 
huh, weird. They're Happy sitting, hmm, they're sitting comfortably right in the middle there, 14 and 13, 7, 3, and 1 at home. So they're right in the middle. Uh, it looks like they could be playoff worthy. The Nashville Predators, though, atop the West, 19 and 8, 11 and 5 at home. And that Oh, right in the condom. <laughs> Still going. Sports of Judge. Sports of Judge. Sports of Judge. When you're trying to find a file with someone waiting on the phone, does your computer always freeze? <laughs> yes. <laughs> When I'm trying to do something with someone on the phone that I want off the phone as quick as possible, mm-hmm. something goes wrong. But then as soon as it's off, it's like, NASA wants you because your computer's so damn fucking fast. Exactly. I uh, tweeted that question. Uh, out of 3,000 votes, 3,220. 100% said no. Losers. No, it always freezes up when you, you need it. Or when somebody's standing know. over your shoulder. Mine does. Now I'm curious. It might happen so much. Do we have any uh, any news with this updates? Yeah, I guess we could dedicate this one to crime and punishment while we're on the topic of jury duty. What's going on in the world? Oh, uh, let's see. The Texas 7 is now down to two. The Italians arrested top mafia bosses in Palermo and Michael Flynn rec- recommended leniency. Mm-hmm. Which one should we start with first? I was just getting Michael Flynn out of the way. Uh, recommended leniency for his efforts uh, and his cooperation. I think we can close the book on that one. Uh, maybe we can find a clip. Today, I don't want to spend too much time on this one. It's a little bit morbid, but uh, yeah, so if you guys remember the Texas 7 uh, in, in Houston. I'm sorry, mm. not Houston, in Huntsville. Huntsville. Texas facials upstairs a few hours ago. Uh, oh, good. The they love to fry him. But um, the tentacle porn debacle. Yeah, this kid. So Texas has this law where if you're party to a, a the crime, tentacle porn debacle, it's like having a RICO statute. You're part of the organization that did it. You're just as guilty as the guy who actually shot him, who they killed. Uh, Sounds like uh, a RICO six statute. Years ago. Sounds like the uh, Good Samaritan law. Yeah, so everybody goes down. So all seven guys were sentenced to death except the one, no, except one guy who killed himself before they could arrest him. So Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave that one alone. Anyway, so in Sicily. The tentacle porn debacle. Italian authorities arrested 46 members of the Sicilian mafia, including top leaders in the Palermo area. Officials announced Tuesday, nipping in the bud in an attempt to reestablish a ruling mob council for the province. This is out of the New York slime. Um, New York slimes. New York slimes. So, (laughs) Bompineo, mob chief in Sicily, was arrested Tuesday. Uh, The council, known as Cupola, in mafia speak, aim to coordinate illegal activities among the area's principal crime families and make joint decisions on important issues, finding strength in numbers. The Sicilian mafia had a structure, had such a structure for decades until it collapsed in 1990. So I guess they tried to rebuild it. But uh, well, reports are showing that uh, 
after this investigation, it looked as though uh, the power had shifted from the village of Corleone, and most of the LCN is now centered in Palermo. Ah, the oh, shift the of LCN. locale. Yes. Corleone, so. you take your name after the town, Corleone. No bad, no mob. Mr. Mineo, the mob capo of Palermo's Pagliarelli district, was arrested on Tuesday along with the heads of the Villabate, Belmonte, Mazzano, and Porta Nuova districts, as well as the bosses of 10 mafia families from Palermo and the surrounding region. Pretty good enunciation. Pronunciation, King Dis. Your Italian is always flawless. By the way, what was his name? DeMeo? As in DeMeo, the captain? No, Mineo. Mineo, like (laughs) Sal Mineo, the uh, actor. Salmonella. Um, I lived with the Mineo family when I was uh, on Staten in Staten Italy. Staten Italy. Uh, yeah, Big they were, Paul's uh, house. A family that lived in the building. Very nice couple. Um, common name, so no relation, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But Settimio Mineo is the nicest house in Staten Island. Still, Big Paul's house. I would think so. Yeah, but there's other nice nice houses on the block. BP. Oh, I know. I have. I own a few, but just getting you a little property there, very important in Long Island. <laughs> it's not Long Island. I want to get into the really important news right now. I've been tracking a lot of these stories, <laughs> uh, but this this one, it, according to Health Magazine, it looks like <laughs> Meghan Markle has <laughs> Morton's foot. Oh my gosh. I was so sure to check out if you have. I was so hoping you would do the royal family because the president died, uh, President Bush, and all this chaos in the world. But thank God the coverage of Red Book and Health Magazine is covering Meghan Markle's Morton's foot. (laughs) Why? Why do they cover them so much? (laughs) Who's reading this stuff? They, I guess they gave up with Prince William. Remember, he was like on every magazine, and now he's like married. And doesn't really do anything. Right. She's like you the next thing. We cover her so much. I know why. Yeah. Because she's kind so. of well, she's hotter than than Kate. Yeah. yeah I think she's American. Everyone's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. She's even hotter. She's. I mean, Kate's pretty, but Meghan Markle's like. Whew. Yeah. That's why she's just hotter. Right. That's why we're yeah. more obsessed. Yeah. Kate's a pretty hometown-looking girl that you can take home to the parents. Yeah, sure. Megan's a girl that can class it up for church, too, but you can also go out and get freaky at night. And you just are constantly yeah, right. feeling like, oh, my gosh, I just totally outkicked my coverage. When is she going to dump me? Yeah, right. I bet Pippa <laughs> is a freak. I mean, she's not really, she's not she's even married ass. to the royal, but, yeah, she's got a great ass. Still oh, I missed in the news. I forgot. Oh. Um, get serious. So... I don't watch The View. I don't have the time. I'm not uh, on alimony really or maternity leave. So I'm too busy. You actually have a job and aren't uh, sitting at home You're getting busy. fatter. But this is Mr. a lot Kenneth's of talk dick. going on. The tensions are flaring on The View right now. I don't know if we can get a clip, but uh, I guess on okay. yesterday's show, uh, Big Mouth Joy Behar. Behar. Yeah. The... Uh, bitch from the Berg. She went after um, Megan McCain. Actually, Megan McCain kind of got into her first. 
Hashtag so, MAGA. Behar's got nothing better to talk about than than Trump, even in a situation where we're supposed to be talking about you don't agree uh, on George Herbert Walker Bush because that's the president that we're talking about right now. Hashtag MAGA. Um, she's going on about you know if I were a president, a one issue president, I would talk about one issue climate change or whatever it was and, Hashtag and pollution and of climate course change, uh, Mr. and Megan McCain chimed in and uh, she did so you know very abruptly very very directly and said you know I don't think we need can we just not talk about Trump I don't want to talk about Trump all right just stop talking about Trump this is about George H.W. Bush and then Joy Hashtag Bay goes, uh, excuse me excuse, excuse me, me for a second so Whoopi goes, you know what? We're all going to cut to a break right now. Join us, I guess. It's going to be Steve Scalise. Or- I was in Ghost. Hashtag MAGA. You- I got a well, clip. I Oscar for it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? No, I'm going to now. Well, Mike, whenever you're ready, I got a clip. Yeah, put the clip on. I'm done explaining. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can this. watch all of it. This is a clip as Michael just eloquently described. feels like describes. Behar's getting angrier and angrier. I feel like Every she pisses off. she all- pops up in, like, you know, national old. news. And, and you're right, John. And she pisses off everybody. I feel like every demographic has a hashtag MAGA. I mean, she, she literally she's pissed off like gays, blacks, rich white people, oh Republicans. And she women even like she's pissed off everybody. But she's such a liberal. She's going after Megan McCain. Apparently, she called her an entitled bitch. And I'm thinking, well, isn't aren't you all about entitlements for people? What the fuck? Yeah, right. Here's a clip. Maybe we could find a clip. Maybe we can find a clip. Maybe we can find a clip. There was some kind of. Maybe we can find a clip. Maybe we can find a clip. It's like we talked about in the last show. Whenever some news happens, there's always 80 videos that aren't real of some kid in his bedroom. Like, here's the reaction <laughs> that we had. It's like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Maybe we can find a clip. I'm dying. Excuse me. You better get some ice water. Here's the new Avengers trailer. Hashtag MAGA. The Clean Air Act Amendment of 1990, one of the most sweeping environmental yeah. statutes yeah. ever. Yeah. This president that we have now is trying to unravel everything that he did and Obama did. And if I ever become a one-issue voter, it will be about pollution and the greenhouse effect. And, and Can the we fact focus that, on the president, yeah. please? I, I, just, I don't want to talk about Trump. Well, I do for a moment. So of, we're honoring a uh, great president in the past. I, I want to talk about but we're just honoring, but I'm not interested in your one she sounds like my aunt arguing. She did just take a left turn. Good for Whoopi and her yeah, right. pain pants. Yeah, I think she yeah, handled that yeah, right. the right way. Let's just stop it right here. I agree. You know, you can see both sides of the issue. I, Joy Behar is, a, is just a big mouth bitch. That's what she yeah. is. She's always been. It's what she's going to be. She's an obnoxious yeah. old bag. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so glad, I couldn't imagine what it would have been like to to be one of her students when she was a teacher. But, you know, oh, Megan McCain. Oh, was she a teacher? Oh, she would have been the worst. Yeah. She probably got fired for, like, She's sexual harassment. Yeah, she was. she was fired in New York but City. There you district. go. There, point dick proven. But Megan McCain, you know, I get her point. But she's also the same girl who, during her father's eulogy, brought up uh, the Making America Great Again, and she took a pot shot at, at Trump. So it's like, you know, well, who are you to say anything? Right. When uh, you're just as guilty. So I guess today, the 
the bitterness hasn't really subsided, and um, no, it didn't get Making quite as can. ugly. But Whoopi, I think, felt really <laughs> uncomfortable because I watched the next clip of today's show, and Joy Behar is trying to you know let bygones be bygones and pretend nothing happened. So they're talking about another issue, and um, I guess the word "smoking gun" when they were used to refer to somebody. Uh, we don't want to say gun on the air, smoking so Whoopi. Knife. So Whoopi withdrew the word gun. She just said smoking a uh, piece of equipment. Uh, anyway, so later on, smoking weapon. Uh, Megan McCain, dick. who clearly still looks pissed <laughs> off from yes from the day before, yeah. she says, "Yeah, well, you know what? I I'm gonna say gun. I I say gun on television. I'm sorry. All right, I said gun. I said gun on television. You happy? Um, who said this?" McCain. So okay. then, Whoopi says, "I just wanted to. I want to make this clear. I I just said, yeah. uh, I didn't feel comfortable saying smoking gun because Steve Scalise is going to be on the program. So I, you know, I'm pretty sure since he's been shot, Steve Scalise has heard the word firearm, gun, weapon. I think I think he's familiar with the the. But the I see her point. But too. yeah, she, she was trying to keep no it classy. No She didn't do no anything yeah. wrong. Trying to keep it classy." She's probably right. just afraid to say the wrong thing and lose her job because uh, right. I think they're on ABC. Yeah, they're yeah. owned by yeah, Disney. ABC, right? Yeah. But I agree with you, Biscardi. You're right. I think she handled yeah. it well when she said, all right, we're going to go to a break. We're going to cut this bullshit out. You guys take a breather. Go have a smoke. Joy, go take another Xanax. And uh, let's, let's put it down. Maybe hang it up. You're 76. Tensions are still high. Yeah, she, I think she's, it speaks... she's years. She's a year or two away from from hanging it up. She's almost eighty. No, is she really seventy six? Yeah, she's like seventy seventy six, right? I bet she's awful to work for. Like, imagine her assistant. She's probably like screaming at people, like, "Where's my coffee?" And I can't do this. And you know, where the car is not ready, and I'm not waiting oh. here. She's probably the only like one a, that that's soft, shoe that shine. she's soft with, and who's soft with her. You know, and they're polar opposites. Uh, so I guess Anthony Scaramucci uh, grew up Ooh. knowing her. Oh, and, I love him. You know, of course, she says, "One day, I know your mother did right, but one day you're gonna come back and come back to the right party, the Democratic Party." With the root, that's say. yeah. I love Seriously. I love well, Anthony the Scaramucci. I, I think he's great. Have you ever heard him in interviews? He's he's great. I love the mooch. Uh, I love the mooch. I've seen him on Bill Maher twice. He's like he's great. He's yeah. an, he's an idiot though. No, I, he's pretty rich for an idiot though. But he didn't get a chance to really show his colors. Uh, he he did the mooch. I don't know. I don't know what happened. The, I think he's more of a leader. Job. Yeah, I think he's more of a leader than to be working for somebody. And I, I think he's more of probably. like probably. Yeah, I think probably. he'd be better at like office than like working as like an administrative uh, head of department yeah. or something. A he's more of a director of communications. Yeah, he's a, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Well, what did he get in trouble for? Uh, I don't remember what it was about. He just uh, nobody that... does. It was like some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I think Trump cool. didn't like him or something, but he didn't do any. He didn't like rape anybody. I mean, initially he wasn't backing Trump. He was backing uh, Ted Cruz, I think. And yeah. then uh, Trump gave him a job, and just stuff, something didn't work out. So in less than a month, uh, he left. He just had a cool name. City sidewalk. Some, sometimes you just have like an inconvenient name, and you do something maybe wrong, and everybody just right. makes fun of it. And then it turns out that you didn't do anything. 
Right. I found I found a new way. So that's Here. the news. That's the news with this, this news, news with this. If you ever want to get out of an uncomfortable situation this time of year, and I'm not joking, just start singing holidays. If someone's like, yo, you just spilled coffee and it landed on my car seat, just go, city sidewalk, busy sidewalk. Next thing you know, the mood changes. You're in the clear. Hey, you just so ran over true. my kid. So uh, before we go, I wanted to give you three. I put together, Extremely I have. True. It's, it's, it's very, very truthful. You know that? It's like uh, true and very true. I it's came across. I came well, kind of. Um, have you guys, um, um, you guys are familiar with commercials and all of the generic car commercials or television commercials or YouTube ads that use that generic theme music, right? That's just like, do, 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 do. It's like, I've tried Xantex. My doctor prescribed it, and it's always like looking at the ocean. Well, I, I came across access to a library of commercial stock music they use in commercials. And oh, I wanted yeah. to play three random samples for you and give my own take of what I hear when I watch these commercials. But I want you guys to pick the, the subject matter. So say I'm sitting down late at night, three hours from now, drunk and high, ready to message you in the threads, and I see a commercial. But I want you to you – know, I'm going to start with John then go to Mike. We'll do it very quickly before we end, and I'm going to tell you. I'm going to play a random song and tell you what I hear during that commercial. That's a great based on idea. Good idea. So, so great this could, idea. This, this could be great or it could be awful. But John, uh, give me any topic in the world. I'm going to play a random song here. Random. This is a real. And just whatever I see from <laughs> the sound of the music, what the commercial should be for. Right. And we're going to play the first it. one. This this uh, one is called New World's Awakening. Oh. New World's Awakening. Start here. So I'll, I'll start one off, okay? I'll, I'll set the bar. Here's what I hear when I hear this song. <clears throat> Cold. Alone. For only $19 a month, you can help save the <laughs> life of a child in Ethiopia. All they want is food and a textbook. Hi. <laughs> I'm so-and-so that used to do commercials and shows in the 90s. <laughs> My bank account's low, so I'm here to tell you to save a child like Anne here, who my arm's around, but whose hand I'm going to wash as soon as I'm done. <laughs> it's a disgusting Ethiopian child. Please, make a difference today. For only $19 a month, you can provide hope. Go now to 188-326-4537 or visit us at unitedchild.org. Make a difference, and please secure your credit card donation now. Okay, so that's how that's how it works. Uh, you guys want to take a stab? Yeah. Michael, John, go first. I want to collect John, my thoughts on this one. John, you, you up for the challenge? Yeah, just yeah, whatever. This uh, is a random song. Just randomize. Uh, my my biggest uh, pet peeves with commercials are the Christmas or Valentine's jewelry commercials because they're just so embarrassing to watch. I'm talking about TV where if they're like. Every kiss begins, and it's like it's always a white family that's just like, "I got you something. What is it? Open it." And it's like, "Bill, 
and they like they're always in front of a fire and it's like nobody talks like that marriage for years imagine like an alien coming here and the first thing that they watch is like a jewelry commercial and it's like well wait a minute why are these people just being so nice and handing out that sparkly thing and just waiting for someone to get it because when you go there eventually you have to give them this fucking thing that everybody wants so they can eat eat that's they're so embarrassing and and the new thing on like spotify are the commercials with celebrities that's like you want to listen to music don't you but this isn't music this is a commercial it's annoying isn't it so i'm going to get this over with quick it's like you're a like, guy yeah, but it's still 30 seconds of you like pitching right. something they're, like, they're trying to be clever on youtube they'd be like hey you could right. hit the skip button but this commercial is pretty much over all right same thing yeah but I agree that auto, the cars for kids thing, that that jingle, and just, ugh. Why is it that some YouTube commercials you can skip and others you have to, you can't until it's over? They pay because more. there's there's settings. Yeah, there's settings. If you monetize your channel with ads, you can select five seconds that are done, or thirty oh. seconds which you can skip. Oh. Um, and I guess like. Uh, the big celebrities, like if you go to any Ariana Grande video, it's like you have to watch a 15 second commercial because she's just going to oh, get paid. Oh, that's why. Because they know they're going to watch you. But if it's like Matt Clark doing like, hey, here's cat voices, <laughs> they won't. Three minute commercial. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Ariana Grande's new video for uh, Thank You Next? No. no. But I it's have a... been watching a bunch of uh, her ex. What's his name? Pete Davidson. Interviews yeah, yeah. and stuff about him, like how he got onto SNL and how they were like engaged yeah. and they had a pig and then she dumped him and he yeah. is not Stern. well. Yeah, he's not well now. Uh, she she released something on Twitter today that was like, please be nice about to her. Because she has all these minions that are like threatening yeah. his life. You know? Even the and, manager had to come out and say that Pete's a good guy. He is a good guy. I mean, I don't know him, but he's a funny guy, and they obviously got engaged like too soon, and uh, it, nobody thought that would work. But people are, like threatening him, and he's like, "I'm not going to kill myself," and like he's not he's not in a good place. He's right got now. a good sense of humor about it publicly because when he gets on the right. show, he makes fun of himself and what happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, stop talking like, oh, about for three. It. Yeah. Um, Stop saying her uh, name. Does she, uh, John? Does she live right. near you? Isn't she? Isn't she in Palm Beach? I think so, or Miami. I'm not sure. Pippa. I'm not sure though. Why? What? You what's? Think- what's her video? Why did you ask that? Oh, she released this video, and it's. I mean, she's got a good voice. I don't like her music or anything, but she is talented vocally. For sure. But she, uh, she spoofs like Bean Girls and bring it uh what's the other cheerleading video the cheerleading movie bring it on i'll bring and, it on uh, yeah 30 Drum 13 on. going on 30 she spoofs all these like early 2000 like chick flicks yeah in it and it's like a, it's a clever video <laughs> but it's kind of embarrassing cause she has like chris kardashian in it like wow. it's 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 a shameless like this is like her hot moment now where she's like as famous as she's ever going to be. Like she's going right. to peak after this. Right. So yeah. she's like, I'll just get everybody in there that I can. So it's just all these like shameless like cameos of people. And and the music video like stops. She'll take she on like, another sound. Like she was collaborating with um, Andre Bocelli doing opera music now. I mean, she's extremely talented. I didn't yeah, realize yeah. It until I saw her on Saturday Night Live a couple of years ago when she hosted. 
and she did impressions of every yeah, no, she diva. Is. And she did it spot on. She could do Shakira, she could do Celine Dion, and she does it so perfectly. She even does great voice. She could do a great impression of, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she's really talented. But you can see she, in the video, it's like, yeah, she does like these. Doesn't have the best taste in guys. I mean, she likes dirt baggish looking dudes. Yeah. Was she? Is she uh, uh, Hispanic? She Davidson. No, she's Italian. Her parents are from New York, and they moved Grand. to Florida before she was born, and so she grew up in, <laughs> I guess, yeah, Palm Beach or Miami. Palm Beach, Miami area. But dude, I'm, Clark, I'm that microphone looks amazing. I'm yeah, so if only pissed it worked. off. If only it worked, it would be like. Well, I'm really sure good. you know. You just gotta like you know. Well, you could hear me. Switch with the it, red right? wire with the blue wire. Yeah, yeah it almost hear. looks like. I just want to see that that you know, frame that disc that says NBC or CBS around it because it just looks yeah, exactly. so old-fashioned professional. Yeah, dude, you need a logo right on the end there, right on the dick tip. That is yeah. a beaut, Clark. That is. I just need to get that circular thing. I just wish it worked. It was only twenty bucks. The whole the whole deal. It was like thirty with the whole deal. Forty with the whole deal, maybe. Send me the link. I shall. I mean, it was it was eight hundred bucks. It's oh my gosh! Bucks. It's got Letterman's <laughs> spit on it. Okay. You guys want to put tonight in the W column? Splash it. This Splash. was episode. Scotty, you good with the W? The w. w. Godspeed. W. Uh, just to recap the beginning of this uh, episode, Godspeed to uh, former President uh, George H.W. Bush. Thoughts and prayers with you, and uh, thank you for a good legacy. Uh, please tweet us your thoughts on him at the underscore podcast. So we'll read them on the air. Check out Biscardi at bisblog.wordpress.com. John on uh, Instagram at JDHPSU. And um, Bis, the underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five Let me in.